Hi, and welcome to Lead for Clarity. We are the Shondell Group, and we are excited to take your leadership to the next level. I'm your host, Shondell Sutherland, and I'm here with my co-host, Melanie Montgomery. And we're excited to welcome you to this new season. Um, Dr. Scott, Scott Sutherland, has taken on a bowling alley. Can you believe that, Melanie? <laughs> yes, no, I cannot. <laughs> but he seems to love it. So it's great. Oh, it's yeah. Perfect. So Scott will now be a guest. And he has asked Melanie to take his spot, which I love anything that I get to do with Melanie Montgomery. So I'm super excited to be here. Melanie has her Masters of Arts. Is that what it's called in organizational leadership? Yes, it is. Yep. And I have a degree in hard knocks. That's what I say. <laughs> I'm the perfect a master- combination. <laughs> I have a master certified coach and together we are excited to take on a new season. And this season, we decided that we would be talking about emotional intelligence. And Melanie, why don't you talk about the five, what makes up emotional intelligence and why are we going to talk about it? Yeah. So, you know, emotional intelligence, I feel like has become this buzzword that we talk about. Do you have it? Do you not? Where are you? But really, we don't get into the nitty gritty of what is emotional intelligence and how do we develop it? Because emotional intelligence isn't something that you're just born with. It's something that you build over time. And so as we're talking about this, it's important to know that it's not like an IQ that just stays the same relatively forever, but it's something that we build and develop. And so there are five factors to emotional intelligence. So we have the ones that relate to us and how we show up. So we have self-awareness, which is really, um, do we know what we're feeling when we're feeling it? Are we aware of how our emotions are affecting our actions and our behaviors and our thoughts? Um, And then that second category has to do with how we are able to regulate ourselves in those emotions. So as we look into emotional intelligence, our goal is not to get rid of emotions. It's not to say we're not going to have a reaction. It's saying, how can we use our emotions and still have healthy conversations and make good decisions and know when our emotions are affecting us and and when they're getting in the way of our judgment. And so that category is self-regulation. And still within the the self quadrant is motivation, which is outside of what we're intrinsically motivated. How motivated are we to accomplish tasks in the face of barriers and challenges? So when something comes up, are we going to overcome it no matter what? Or are we going to maybe back down or take a few steps back? Um, And then we move into how we relate with others. So we have social awareness, which means how good are we at knowing how other people are feeling or that other people are having emotions? If you say something that someone is upset by, can you tell, you know, are you judging their body language, what they're doing to see, okay, something didn't hit quite right. Um, (laughs) And then we move into the social regulation, which really has to do with If I know that you're upset, can I take steps to help you through that process? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you're upset, do I pull you aside and talk you through it? Do I ask you if you want to take a break? You know, am I able to affect the people around me to help them move through their emotions in a positive way? Mm, What a beautiful, beautiful overview. I love it. I laugh because uh, I am not, I score very high in social regulation (laughs) But I'll tell you, at times, I think, what is wrong with you? 
get it together. Like I, and I remember going thinking, Ooh, that is not social regulation, Shondell, you know? Mm -hmm. So we use this incredible asset that we call our clarity plus report. And uh, we partner with uh, TTI with their Trimetrics EQ to really bring an incredible overview of someone's emotional intelligence. And so, Melanie, as I know that you're leading these classes, and we're going to lead one together, which I'm super excited. But why don't you just give us an overview of what those classes are like and why we're excited to kick off our, our first EQ one? Yeah, the Clarity Plus Report is an amazing tool because it gives you this unique overview of really um, understanding yourself from many different avenues. So you get to understand your behavioral style, your communication style, what drives you as well as your emotional intelligence. And this tool is so robust. It's probably 60, 70 pages long, and it's an amazing tool. And when we work with our clients, it's hard for them to really understand all of it. And so this class really dives deeper into that report so that they know all of the different aspects and they can utilize those um, tools and information to better support their organization. So we have the certification lab that takes them through each of the sciences individually and then works with them together to figure out how do we really understand our communication styles and understand what that means in ourselves and in our teams? And then how do we really dig into that so that we can be experts within our teams to really help us thrive and grow? The first class is uh, the DISC, uh, which is our behavioral style and the driving forces together. And then the second installment of the class is our emotional intelligence. And we're really excited to start our first class um, within this uh, topic to really dig into these topics and figure out how do we use these skills to help our organizations grow and us as leaders grow? Yeah, it's funny because as you get older, your emotional intelligence is naturally, hopefully, you know, growing with you. And we want to help people shortcut that as much as possible. Like, let's not have wait till you're 60, 70 years old to have wisdom. Let's have wisdom because we put a little effort into learning. And I think that's what really excites me about this class is that we can really propel leaders ahead um, in this area, especially of self-awareness. And then this is something that we, we have preached at Shondell Group for over two decades, that you are never done with your soul, with your self-awareness. Never. We're always growing in, in that. And I think the more self-aware you are, the more you realize you're not self-aware. And so this, <laughs> this is definitely going to be a fun, uh, we're going to have plenty to talk about when it comes to our, our emotional intelligence, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like within, at least within my career, it was always taught in the, the earlier stages that we have to avoid emotions at work. We have to really keep that stuff out of work. And what I've come to realize is that in order to be a great leader, I have to embrace my emotions and use them in the way that they were built within me to use. And so yeah. when we can be aware of what's happening and when it's getting to our emotions and when we're reacting to that, we can use that to help us make better decisions and know, okay, now's maybe not the time to make the decision. I need to take some time away and then come back to it later. That is so good. Yeah. Decision-making is the key and that makes or breaks an individual and their career. Like really we promote people that make good decisions. When it, when we really get down to the basics, why do we promote people? Because they have proven to us to make good decisions. And yet 
when our amygdala <laughs> and we're in the red and we're all quacky, we make quick decisions, not the best ones. Is that right? Yeah. And for our listeners out there, can you talk a little bit more about the amygdala and the red so they know uh, what you're talking about? Because I could not agree more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the amygdala is actually a Latin word for almond. And that uh, comes from the root word of almond. And almond, if you think about that, it is this little part of your body that regulates all your emotions. We call it the emotional warehouse. And it's behind it's in the back of your head between your where your brain your brain stem and your spinal cord come together and it will make or break your day. <laughs> it has it houses all these emotions and it is a powerful powerful tool in our body. What it does is it is looking for threats. It is looking for how it's going to protect you. And it actually if you think about back in the day the cave days if you want to Uh, When a big bear was coming after you in order to survive, you had to fight it. You had to flee from it. uh, You had to freeze. You had to do something with that bear in order to survive. And your amygdala was going to tell you exactly what to do. Well, today we don't necessarily have big bears running around, but we have really scary emails and we have very threatening phone calls and we have really, really dysfunctional people around us. So we still need the tools in order to survive. When I talk about your um, the amygdala in this setting, a lot of it is that our amygdala is telling us when we are being threatened or when there possibly could be a threat. And so if you think of it that way, we kind of use a clear, cloudy red, and we should go in more detail of this later, um, but we just want to, yeah, let's just do a quick overview When you're clear, your amygdala is just happy. It isn't doing anything. Your body is able to be creative. There's no threat. It's a happy day, sunny day. So you are making strong decisions. You have access to your frontal cortex. Everything is in line as it should be. And it's a good day. When things start coming unraveled a little bit, when there's a little too much uh, traffic, uh, for us, there's snow right now. And so the ice, you can only drive like 15 miles per hour. So everyone's late for stuff. Things aren't coming up. The kids are school. So just the act of snow and ice can cause people to be cloudy. They could start having a little less patience because, and now their amygdala is being aroused. We call it cloudy because it's almost how your brain feels. And you start start losing access to the little that frontal cortex that has all this good information. But and then if you let that go on for too long, or if you slide off the road in the ice and hit a tree, whatever you do, um, that will cause you to go to red. And red is a full on amygdala, what we call flood of emotion. And you are triggered. That's another word. And you are what we call offline. You are in survival mode and you are making decisions quick and fast. And we are not quite sure they're the best ones, but they are fast ones and they are there to protect you. Was that a good overview, Melanie? Yeah. And one thing I want to add, because it was something that really like opened my eyes when I was learning about brain science, which is one of my favorite topics right now, um, is that our brains don't know the difference between um, like real life and death danger and some type of emotional danger. Right. So my body is going to react the same if I'm about to be, you know, killed by a bear or if I get an email from my boss where he's upset right. at me. 
Yep. Yeah. Um, and that understanding that is so powerful because then we realize how our body's reacting to everything in our environment. And sometimes it probably is an overreaction, but that's just how we're wired. Yeah. Yeah. And we can actually get better at that. So I think bringing it back around the emotional intelligence is we can make those triggers less. We can calm our brains down. We can reprogram ourselves a lot of times, but if we don't have the self-awareness that this is even an issue or when I'm starting to trigger, um, then as soon as I realize self-awareness goes, Ooh, here I go. The reg, the, the next part kicks in the self-regulation says we should not, we should need to stop. And that's the coolest thing. The self-regulation is basically a pause tool, a stop skill. This is not going to go in a good direction. I need to stop, drop, and roll. (laughs) But it is definitely like, I have to regulate this now. And then the motivation piece is what gives us actually the energy and the desire to stop that and to get back into a better place. And once I've been able to regulate myself, I can then look at someone else with a lot of empathy and just have that social awareness like, ooh, this person is not doing well. I've been there before. I see it. And then we can have a lot of understanding about that. And then the next piece is, okay, this person's not doing well. How do I get them back to clear? So in a, in, when, when we look at our assessment, when we look at the Clarity Plus report and we're looking at the EQ section, we basically say that self-awareness is knowing if you're clear, cloudy, red. How are you? Where, which states are you in? Self-regulation is the ability that your ability to get back to clear. Social awareness is the ability to look at someone and say, ooh, they are, are they clear, cloudy, or red? Is this a good time to have that, um, that discussion? Is this a good time to make that decision? And then that social regulation is the ability to bring that person back to clear. And I think those are some pretty good tools that every leader needs. Yeah, and one thing I love about the report is that it breaks down each section and gives us tools of what we can do to improve each area. And I hope that we have time in later podcasts to dive into some of those things so we can give our listeners a little bit of ideas of how they can start working towards these things because sometimes it can feel a little bit overwhelming of like how do I increase my self-awareness and we can help provide those steps to say if you want to focus your energy on this category here's where you can go and I think that's where a lot of the power lies is that we use this report we use this information to figure out how do we grow how do we take that next step and how do we um, better ourselves as people as leaders as um you know, daughters, moms, any of that so that we can just be better all around. Mm, I love it. That was really, really well said. Yeah. So I think we should just take it down. I think we should talk about self-awareness next time. What do you think, Melanie? Yeah, I like it. I mean, it's you and me, girl. We've got this. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get Ellen and Scott and Eric and the rest of the team on here. We'll be some interviewing people, but I think with this class coming up. So um, if people want to jump in uh, to our EQ class and they've taken the first science of self, we're going to kick it off next week. Um, and you right now have one of the science of selfs going on right now, correct? Yes. Yep. You guys have just started. So if people wanted to jump in, they could, but they'd have to do it fast. We, yes. run, about, we run about three times a year, I would yeah. say. 
Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, we're going to land this plane, as Scott and I used to say. Do you like that? Should we keep landing the plane? I don't know if everyone knows, but a Shondell is an airplane maneuver, and it's the fastest way to gain altitude and change direction. Um, and so when we say land the plane, we, we say that we've gone up, we've done our work up there, and we are ready to send you on your way with a good uh, landing So Melanie, what final words would you have to say to our listeners about EQ? And then uh, we'll give them how to find us. Yeah, I think just the biggest takeaway I hope for others is that emotional intelligence is something that you can learn, that you can build. And when we focus on maybe what area of the those five we aren't as strong in and we focus on that, we can get better. We can develop stronger relationships. And this is just one opportunity to grow and to continue growing. Yeah, that's very, very good. All right. Well, you can find out more about us at shondellgroup.com. You can follow us, Lead for Clarity. For you faithful folks, you will know that we used to be Lead with Clarity. And we feel like y'all did that. You did lead with clarity and now we want you to lead for clarity. So we got made a little shift and we're excited that we're now on YouTube um, for our podcast. So wherever you find your podcast, be sure and subscribe, uh, rate and review us because that's how we can help reach more people. All right, y'all take care and be the best you can be today. 